Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. And as always, I am your host, Michael Sherlock. And this month, we are talking about money matters and money matters. And my guests have been from all around kind of financial aspects of money and money matters. But my guest today is going to give us a little something extra to think about, and it's going to involve return on investment. And uh, her story is amazing, but I think what's going to be more amazing is how much fun we're going to have talking. So <laughs> Wanda Torina, I know she's already laughing. We're already there. So Wanda Torini is also known as Dr. Wanda, or sometimes also known as the nerdy girl entrepreneur. And she's quite seasoned as an entrepreneur, but even more unique, she is a natural inventor. Her latest brainchild, which we'll talk quite a bit about, is called catchwords.com. And it helps entrepreneurs unveil their anonymous fans and stop leaving money on the table. So we definitely know that there's money here. Now, I love this. She says she's a unique combo of super analytical and super creative and is a rock star in marketing and audience engagement, but also in her spare time, she sings in a rock and soul band and is also an acclaimed actress in New York and New Jersey's children's theater and musical theater productions. So basically what we're knowing is that uh, she's creative and she's got a good mind and she doesn't have enough time on her hands. But a couple things things that I want to just hit, make sure that we highlight is that when we talk about catchwords, It's a really unique texting platform. It delivers robust content to her audience, but here's the thing. This has helped her to grow her consulting business to 4.2 million, as well as to expand her team, hire her husband. I I don't know if I'd advise that. I keep him out of the business, (laughs) corporate travel, and best of all, invest over $100,000 into her own fertility journey, which that's really having a return on investment that we can all agree with. Wanda, thank you so much for joining me today. Ah, pleasure, Michael. I'm so excited. (laughs) This is the most excited I've been to talk about money because usually I'm like, wah, money. And that's what's been so funny is I thought when I started taping these episodes that I'd be going, you know, talking to financial planners and CPAs and going, you know, <laughs> and I'm <laughs> not finding, with me, not with yeah, me. No. <laughs> and I'm telling you, we have had like the greatest guests really, you know, making us think about money. And I love the fact that we're going to learn about your program, your, um, this unique invention of yours, which I really want to know about, but really, you know, what excites me is then trying, especially as a business owner, an entrepreneur myself how do you measure ROI? Mm. And, you know, every day we're making decisions about what kind of systems we purchase for our business, where we're going to advertise, you know, what's going to give us the best ROI. But at the end of the day, if you can't prove it, it, it doesn't matter how great you think it is, it won't make it happen. So learning about what you're doing, I think it's going to be terribly exciting. So I give just a brief intro of the highlights to you. Tell us a little <laughs> bit more about you, your business, your company, and how you help people to shock their potential. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm super excited um, to be here and thank you for the opportunity. Um, 
how we help people shock their potential is we love to help those service-minded and impact-driven entrepreneurs, right? Who are experts who love to share their expertise through either speaking um, or through media interviews, podcasts, TV, radio, whatever, right? So if they're committed to showing up, we love to help them unveil those anonymous fans that are out there. And, and um, what's really important is whenever we make the choice to appear, it's like a, it's a huge opportunity because it's, really it's a it's a huge advantage in actually bumping up your no like and trust factor right when somebody actually gets mm -hmm. to hear your voice get an idea of what your personality is like whether they they'd even be aligned with you do they want to work with you right before even really mm -hmm. being certain that that you know what you're talking about right and um so what happens is in all of these engagements we pique people's interests and then we tell them to go email us or Facebook yes. us or LinkedIn, right? And so there's this pesky law of diminishing intent. It's a psychological law mm -hmm. um, that basically says the longer we wait to do something, the lower the probability it is that we're going to do it, right? Absolutely. And it's literally kryptonite for marketing. Yep. It's kryptonite for all marketing. So when we think about, oh, exciting people, and then we send them to do extra work to connect with us, then that's where it's like, wah, 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 right? So, yep. um, so that's why I created catch words, which enables um, your audience to actually text for valuable information and an extension of whatever you're, you're talking about, right? They can text for that information instantaneously. And, you know, at the appropriate time, I'll share my, my catch word. But, um, but the point is that as you're engaging, you can actually offer whoever is interested the opportunity to get more information and they could respond instantaneously. Mm -hmm. And I created this because kind of going into the money matters concept, um, I created this because I was running my consulting firm. I've been in business for over 15 years and I've launched various softwares and also looked consulting solutions. And so I was running my consulting firm and I needed to speak in front of large audiences um, in the pharmaceutical space. And in mm -hmm. that corporate world, um, those conference producers really know that they there's big money in the audience. Yeah. And when, you told me, when you told me what you're gonna tell me or tell us, I you just blew me away because I spent time in pharmaceutical sales as well. Uh -huh. But I had no idea about what was going on in the background in some of these conferences. So I, it's, this, it's this actually very minds. frustrating. So yeah, so I'm in this big conference and and basically all the other experts in my area are like KPMG, PricewaterhouseCooper, Deloitte and Touche, the big guys, right? And they're speaking and I'm not. And so there's a perception of expertise because they're on stage. So I realized, hey, I need to compete. I need to get on stage. And I asked the conference producers, they're like, sure, it's a $10,000 sponsorship fee to get on stage. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? what? I mean, talk about <laughs> shock, right? Um, so and I also kind of thought it was a little unfair, you know, when I when I think mm -hmm. of the fact that those audience members don't realize that people paid to be on stage. Um, yeah. There's a little bit of an issue, you know, there too. But anyway, 
I realized this is what I needed to do. And so after I did the big gulp, you know, um, I said, okay, I'm going to pay the 10,000, but how am I going to ensure that that appearance has a great response rate? Because I have watched even the most inspiring speakers get everybody all jazzed up and you see the twinkle in their eye, right? And then they don't come to your booth or they don't come to talk to you or God forbid, they actually stand in line to talk to you and you have a chatty Kathy in between, right? So they never get to you. Oh like, yeah, and they're rolling their eyes, and you're like, "I see you want me. Come back to me." Out of the way. <laughs> One of my clients said it, it feels like a one night stand, and you never get a second date. You <laughs> come out, you're like, "Yeah, that was good," and then you never see them again. <laughs> exactly. So you know that that was huge for me, and um, really to rewind even further, because this was probably around 2010, 2011 that I was doing this, but back in 2007, which we didn't talk about this, but back in 2007, I was doing another thing as part of my business. And I had an exhibit booth at a very large conference, like medical conference of 50,000 people. And, um, and they were collecting at the end of the conference, they were collecting all of the brochures, articles, everything that was being thrown out. And they collected in the middle of McCormick Place in Chicago. If anybody knows McCormick Place, it is humongous. Oh, yeah. It's like Javits Center Lake, right? And it was a human climbable mountain oh. of paper. It was oh. crazy. And so I looked at it and as a geeko inventor, right? Um, I, I was like, does not compute. I must solve this problem. (laughs) And I said, wow, there's got to be an eco-friendly way to distribute for people to request the information. Because even as attendees, it's like a pain, right? You collect all those brochures and then you chuck them. Yeah. Because you're not going to want to put them in your suitcase or your briefcase on your way home. Because you're like, that's just too much. I don't want to go through all that garbage. Exactly. So I'm like, problem, problem, problem. The marketers don't know that it's going in the garbage. Cause when I was a marketer in the pharmaceutical industry, I didn't realize that um, the attendees don't like it. There's no metrics, right? If you give away a brochure, you have no way to even know if they opened it or or anything. Um, So, so many things. Anyway, so that day in 2007, June of 2007, I called it Ecofiles. And I said, there's got to be an eco-friendly way to distribute. It took me two years to look at different technologies. Would it be an application? Would it be QR codes, near field technology, all that stuff. So finally in 2009, I landed on texting because texting was ubiquitous. Like every phone had it. You don't have to learn how to use it, um, et cetera. So I launch it. I'm super excited. It's called Ecofiles. I go to these large corporations. You could save bazillions of dollars and trees, you know? And literally their response is, wow, that's really cool, but only teenagers text. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds crazy now. But in 2009, literally, and I would say no. So I would plan a half an hour of metric of of like statistics on how like adults are starting to text and soon, uh, I forget. It just was like deaf ears. So I put it on the digital shelf. And, and then when I thought about this $10,000 speaking opportunity, I said, Hmm, I have a really expensive invention (laughs) that I I created in 2009. Um, Why don't I just offer my slides to my audience? And my job is to make sure my slides are meaty. Right. right? But that was the first thing. So the first time I used what was called an ecofiles keyword back then, 
because it was intended to be eco-friendly, right? I used it and 25% of my audience texted. And that wow. was transformational. Then, then I started playing around with strategy because I'm a geek and I like to analyze, right? And I, I said, okay, let me figure out um, if, how do I present it verbally? How do I present it physically? When in the presentation should I present it? All these things. And I was able to consistently get 76% of my audience texting. Wow. Wow. So it shows that it's not just about tech. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's about strategy, but my right. point to bring it back to money um, is that because of that, one, I was definitely willing to pay $10,000 for that opportunity yeah. to speak. It became yep. like a no brainer, but also I only spoke two times a year and collected 400 super prime leads that basically like digitally raised their hand and said, yeah, yeah, this is interesting to me. And it really changed my, my approach. And so after that business you had mentioned, I grew that to 4.2 million, but that the finances there um, allowed me to also have the freedom to realize I didn't want to do that work anymore. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, when you're a serial entrepreneur, you, know, you, <laughs> you get excited about something, you get it, get it, get it. And then you're like, okay, done. Let's, yeah. <laughs> somebody else do that. I want to do something else. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so that's where I was like, okay, I'm at a crossroads. I could continue to use the tech and build this consulting firm, but I don't love it, you know, mm -hmm. or I could actually teach other entrepreneurs on how to marry, you know, the tech and the strategy and transform, you know, their business. And really when we show up, we just lose a lot of opportunity because of those mm -hmm. anonymous fans. So this kind of yep. just like, psh, you know, gives it, gives them a shortcut to connect. I think it's um, really smart. I actually thought about the same thing for many years because my primary income prior to COVID was uh, from speaking and training. Mm. And for many, the last of the last five years, many, many times I'd say, I want to have an app. And the reason why I wanted an app was the same kind of reason is that, you know, you're up there, people love you. Like, you're amazing. You're the greatest, smartest person we've ever heard. Uh -huh. And then they go to lunch and a few of them hang around and they talk to you. And then after lunch, they go, you're the next greatest, whatever speaker, right? right? And so you're like, here's my card. And you give out the cards and you know, they love your card. They might follow you on LinkedIn, but you lose them you yeah. lose track of them. And I, I always said I wanted to have an app because then that way I could say, now, if you want to follow me, Right now, pull out your phones, download the Shock Your Potential app. There's virtually, you know, there's a ton of stuff that's for free. Yeah. If you want to be a member, six bucks a month, you know, you get all this other content. And so we, um, but I wanted to do it and I wanted to do it and I didn't do it. And then when everything canceled with COVID, we did it. Yeah. Uh, so we, we created it. And um, it's a little different because, you know, I haven't been speaking as much, obviously, but um, even virtually, it has made a huge difference. Uh, and I have tried different, I tried a different texting platform as well. I wasn't good at, um, as the follow-up, you know, like not yes. the follow-up, but like creating the, the drip campaign from it. Um, but yep. what I would see is similar things is that people want to be engaged with you, but you have to, you know, you have to find that mechanism to give it to them, to make it easier than go to my website and fill out my form. And then yeah. I'll have you in my email campaign. People don't want to do that, but they want, yeah. they want to be a part of something that's easy and they can do it now while they're thinking about it. Exactly. And also a straight line. So, um, yes. you know, I know that we're talking about, uh, about money, but to me, you know, strategy is the underlying kind of 
rocket fuel, you know, for ensuring that you are optimizing every one of, of, of your opportunities. So what we have found in this whole trial and error kind of experience um, back, you know, since 2009, technically, um, was that you want to really go through a strategic process of understanding what your audience is going to want at the time mm -hmm. of your offer, right? Which is different than a lead magnet, right? A lead right. magnet is a cold interaction. But in these interactions, when you offer your catch word, it's typically after some level of appearance. So strategically, you should know what your messaging is going to be, what are you going to teach, etc. And then this should be the next step, right? So even though like right now, I mean, it kind of fits a little bit, but I'm, I'm just going to share for those of you that can watch it on video. If yeah. not, I'll talk through it, right? So so here I'm sharing my catchword text leads to 411321. That's just a mechanism. But when I teach about optimizing your appearances, I talk about the anonymous fan, unveiling the anonymous fan. And I basically say, I wish I had enough time because we never have enough time, right? Um, mm -hmm. But I would love to share with you a guide that I put together on how to transform your talk into a lead gen machine, right? This is kind of the essential strategies that we use right. and we build off of it. But I wanna give the, the audience an opportunity to understand these essential strategies on transforming your talk into a lead gen machine. And so I invite them to receive this by texting leads, L-E-A-D-S, so 411321, that's the number you text to, 411321, and leads is the message, right? Then we ask for your email address and we send it. And actually, I don't know if you have international listeners. Do you? I know? do, yes. We okay. have quite a few. So we have a long code. So for anybody who's listening internationally, they could text leads to 1909 741 1321. 1909-741-1321, then they text the word leads. It all works the same. We ask for the email, but then instantly you get a text saying, Hey, check your email for XYZ. Mm -hmm. And you, you'll get an HTML email, which is one of those designed emails mm -hmm. and an attachment. It's not a link to the thing. It's an attachment that's proprietary to us. And the reason why that's important is because we know that people look at emails with the little paperclip more than without, right? Yeah. And so that was an important strategic decision for us. And it it is proves to be valuable for the client because our average email open rates are 150%, which means on average, people open, your subscribers will open it 1.5 times, right? Nice. So mm -hmm. it's it's a combination of like, they text it in, they check, ooh, is it there, right? Mm -hmm. But then like we actually work on the strategy of what is it that you're going to talk about and then what's the most appropriate thing to offer next yeah. so that they desire that and it's valuable right and so that also it's the combination of how the tech is put together but also the strategy of of how do you select the topic that gives those sorts of response rates right so it's all of that goes into um figuring out like you could pay at net in like the past two years, it's been frustrating to me because I've seen a lot of other text applications out and people playing around with it. And, mm. um, and it's only frustrating because my focus is on impact, right? Because to me, that's my story, like the impact that it had in me being able to pivot my business. But like you mentioned my fertility story, you know, I, was having difficulty having children to be able to invest a hundred thousand dollars to be able to have my two little babies now like it 
it, it just can't beat it, right? So money means more than just the dollar signs in yeah. your bank account. And I realize everybody has their own unique desire of why they want to be able to be profitable. And um, if, if catchwords can be part of, of that process, reduce the number of times that they have to show up, making every single one of them optimal. We, we design, we do all this design work of like the background and what I just showed you. Um, we mm -hmm. design the PDFs for them and the emails because all of that has been proven to influence the open rates, right? If somebody opens it right. and it's like a regular email and with a link in it, right? It's yep. not as sexy as like, ooh, this is like a professional looking designed email. And then there's an attachment and woo, that's looking hot, right? It mm -hmm. already elevates you even further. And so that's all really important to us. So we have an agency approach in how we do all this. Very good, very good. We're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna hear from our sponsor and we will be right back. Yay, thank you. Imagine starting a long journey without a map or even a clear idea of the obstacles ahead. That's exactly what it's like for entrepreneurs who start companies with a lot of passion, but without the financial expertise to grow and scale their businesses and create long-term wealth for their families. Find a financial advisor who can help you map a better journey. Wayne Titus shows you how in his book, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Well-Being. With the right advisor at your side, you'll have the freedom to focus on what really matters to you. Get the Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Wellbeing at Amazon.com and in the virtual bookstore on the Shock Your Potential app. And we are back with Wanda uh, Tora Torini. And I keep, I'm trying very hard to not script all the, the T's in there because <laughs> I love it. Um, but, um, you know, when you're talking about this uh, and just something that kind of tickled my brain, you said, you know, we've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of the other texting programs and I see a lot of people playing around with them. And from a small business owner, entrepreneur standpoint, I think that's probably one of the biggest challenges for a lot of us. I know it is for me is that something comes along and it looks bright and shiny and you think this mm -hmm. is going to answer all my problems. So I'm going to go for it. And then you don't use it. Like, so the, I, I had one, you know, a one-year contract with the texting program it was too much for me as a small business owner to, to comprehend so many times. Um, and so I didn't maximize it. I mean, I really bought it and hardly used it. So at the end of the year, I'd, you know, starting to, I started getting comfortable with a different program used in a different way. Mm -hmm. And then of course, you know, we had our app along the way as well, but what I think is really interesting when people are looking at ROI and really how to make good choices with their marketing and dollar spend for, you know, what they can get out of it. Um, it really, you know, people need to stop and think and ask a lot of questions. I mean, and I'm saying people, I mean, me too. Yeah. Um, to be able to, to really say, okay, if I'm going to do this, then not only do I owe it to myself and my business to, you know, to take the time and research it, but I actually owe it to this company that I'm participating in because it doesn't do them any good for me to join them for a year and leave, mm -hmm. you know, and say, if somebody asked me and say, well, I don't know, I really didn't use it all that much. Um, so it sounds like you try and find a lot of ways to help your clients, yes. not only to make this work, but to really embrace and see their R ROI. How important is that to you? It's critical because um, I've had several people and investor opportunities um, where they asked, well, why don't you turn it into a do-it-yourself platform? Mm -hmm. And my thought is, 
because it's not going to have the same impact. I'm not interested in making the money because you have a million entrepreneurs that just have a catchword, but like 2% of them use it. Right. Yep. That's, that's not my, okay. Some people may say like, okay, that sounds dumb, <laughs> you know, from a money perspective, but, um, but I think that I can actually make a good income and provide good impact. It's just a different style. Now, the difference yep. though, is that I find that the people that I work with best are those entrepreneurs that finally realize that working with experts actually expedites their growth. And that yes. it's worth spending more money to work with somebody who knows what they're doing, right? And when you reflect, in most cases, as entrepreneurs, we're presenting ourselves as experts in our own niche space, right? Yeah. So we want to be respected as experts in our space and not have other people do it yourself, right? Yet, because we're inherently smart, most, you know, most entrepreneurs, and if you come from the corporate environment, there, there's a lot of background traits that um, make people think like, I could figure this out, right? Well, yeah, guess mm -hmm. what? You yep. could probably figure it out. It's not about whether you could, it's what's the best use of your time, right? Yes. And if you have a unique brilliance in a particular area, you should be Man, but going out there and showing your stuff and yeah. letting other people use their expertise to boost you up, right? And that's the that's the shift. So once once somebody realizes that, then it makes sense for them to spend extra money on an agency approach, right? At first, mm -hmm. they're like, "Wow, my gosh, I could get a text word for twenty five bucks a, a month," you know, somewhere else. Yeah, but there's no strategy and you're going to, you're going to pay 25 bucks a month. Like, like how many domain names and URLs do we buy as entrepreneurs? Right. Oh, I have a great idea. I'm going to save that. Right. And over the years we're like, Oh crap. I just really spent a lot of money saving these ideas. I know every, every time I get the thing from GoDaddy that says these domains are up for renewal, I go back and go, why did I purchase that? I know, I but it's, it's hard to turn off the auto renew, right? Because someday, they make it very hard. They make it someday you're going to actually do that thing. Exactly. God, how did that, you know what I do? I know. But the thing is that that's the switch. And then yeah. once they do that, then they can release it. And, and, and I mean, even people who know marketing well, right? I work with other marketing experts, but I'm like, guess what? I know how to use marketing in this space. I've been playing yeah. around with it, tinkering with it for a long time. So I can help you really, really grow a, a, a lot faster. And, um, mm -hmm. and so that's the, that's the big switch. And that's what I would say actually for all of our listeners, you know, to, together that as entrepreneurs in general, um, an ROI decision often is linked to stopping wasting your time yeah. doing the things that are not in your unique brilliance, not your zone of genius, right? And yes. let go and realize that it's not a matter of, of, of ego, that you can't do it. It's that actually from an ego perspective, it's really super smart when you invest in other experts to, to, uh, to up level and to kind of boost your amen plus it keeps your energy a whole lot higher because you can focus on the things you actually enjoy just because you can do it doesn't mean you should oh that is huge i mean talk about like return on on time <laughs> you know mm -hmm. what i mean like i think all of us have experience doing the thing that yeah we can do but we hate it and it's yeah. this like 
it's this time drain, right? At first there's the time before, cause you kind of have to prep yourself to do the thing, <laughs> right? Yep. And then mm-hmm. you're doing it. And then you're like kind of complaining, itching and complaining, right? Mm-hmm. Along the way. So it probably takes a lot longer. And then afterwards you're like, oh, I can't believe I did that. It was, yep. I could be doing this, whatever. So now you like doubled, if not tripled yes. wasting that time because it's not, it's not resonating with us. So that's a big yeah. return on time, you know, um, reflection as well. And our, our time is money. I get, I totally agree. I couldn't agree more. Well, I know we are going to have all your contact information on our show notes, but just in case somebody right now is like, I need this for my business. What's the best way for them to find you? Well, I would like for them to go to catchwords.com. Right. Mm -hmm. And then also, I'm just going to share the call to action again, because if there's anybody in the audience that does speak, remember, it's speaking on on physical stages, digital stages or media interviews, then this guide on how to transform every one of those appearances into a lead gen machine is really valuable. So text leads, L-E-A-D-S to 411321 slap in your email address and we will send that to you instantaneously. And then we'll also send other information on how to master your, your appearances. So um, you'll be able to, to share an additional uh, knowledge and resources as a result of that. Excellent. Well, so before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? It's show up, right? That people need to understand that you exist. And so many times we spend so much time on the back end tinkering that we use it as an excuse to not show up. And people really, the fastest way to increase your no like trust factor is for people to actually see and hear who you are. It's not just blogging and putting out content, do video, do video. Amen. And use experts <laughs> to help you optimize it. <laughs> I love it. Excellent. That's a great final pitch with that too. Wanda, thank you so much for sharing your exciting invention as well as uh, motivating us to remember ROI makes a difference in our pocketbook. So thank you for being my guest today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees and sales mixology. Why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.